When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hill. I'm joined by sidekick, psychic Josh, to my right. Terrific to be here. Terrific. That's, a, that's not an unusual word it for you to use. It was. Almost as terrific as our trip to Germany, which oh, we'll come yeah. on to. Let's talk about that, yeah. Hmm. We've got um, a regular guest, um, East Lower Jim. Hello. Hi. Welcome, Jim. Thank you. Who we found out just now in the pre in the warm up for the podcast went to the Cup Women's Cup final in '95. In '95, uh, it was historic. a really really unpleasant experience. Yeah, yeah, it's good to know. Good yeah. to find that out. <laughs> good to know that watching the team in Europe is still an unpleasant experience in some ways. <laughs> we'll get to that. And Ollie Duff is here, who's the actual editor of the I newspaper, an right. actual newspaper editor. It's the first time we've had a newspaper editor, isn't it? We've had journalists, but I'm, yeah, I'm a journalist. This is a, this is a level above. It's a new new level above. Nothing else to do on a Tuesday night. Well, clearly, yeah. and, and usually you read out people's Twitter bios. Oh yeah, but today you can even oh. go to Wikipedia fully. Oh really? I've yeah. Got, well, you got it there. Well, go I've got, got it there ready for you. So it's my role. Oliver Duff has been editor of the I newspaper since June 2013, the youngest editor of a national newspaper. Um, I'm not supposed to read out where you went to school. Oh, you come from Leighton Buzzard. Oh, you were formerly a reporter, gossip columnist, and news editor before becoming executive editor of the Independent and the Independent on Sunday, running the newsroom. Right, the is most important oh. bit is under early career, oh. where it says, brought up in Bedfordshire, he wanted to be an explorer, then Arsenal <laughs> goalkeeper, before finally deciding on journalism. So here Amazing. we are. Amazing. David Seymour. Oh, okay. yeah. You wanted to be David Seymour? Yeah, yeah, basically. Ollie, with, with all due respect. Not Vince Bartram. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Vince Bartram. With all due respect, you don't look tall enough to be a goalkeeper, I have to no, say. I wasn't. That's uh, terrible. Okay, okay. Fair enough. And now, we, we, just apologies, because we were supposed to be joined by Dan Baldwin, which, um, Ollie, you kindly tweeted out earlier, saying, but Dan is genuinely ill. Ja- Dan used to be on the podcast for, like, for like how many years ago? Four, how many years have we been doing Well, he, 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 he left us about two years ago, right. when I think he just got too upset with the idea of Arsene not leaving. So yeah. there's, there's a... <laughs> he was being around before he was fashionable. Of, yeah. I think he sort of planned on coming back when Wenger left, but he's now accepted yeah. that maybe he can't wait that long yeah but he was going to come on um, a re- glorious return after many years away but he is genuinely he phoned me to so that I could hear how genuinely ill he was <laughs> yes he was very excited about the prospect yeah. of returning 
But we went to uh, Cologne with him, and we'll talk about it later. But before we carry on, I have to make a couple of important announcements. First of all, footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Labrooks. Sign up and deposit up to £50, and Labrooks will put the same amount into your account, giving up to £50 worth of free bets. You can get this offer by following the link at bet.arsenalpodcast.net. And the Footballistically app has been updated, Josh. You know about this? I, I heard rumours. I mean, if you've got an iPhone and you're listening to this podcast, check out our new iPhone app. You can listen to the episode and the previous ones seamlessly, download them for automatically to listen offline, get the latest news about the team from the nation's experts, I don't know who they are, and official videos from the club and less official places too. The Footballistically Arsenal app is free at app.arsenalpodcast.net. Terrific. we downloading as we speak. There's a theme here. Um, we've got lots to discuss. We've got the uh, glorious away victory at uh, defeat, at boys. Oh, I thought, oh no, Cologne defeat. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. got it. The glorious right. away defeat at Cologne. Mm. They're not so glorious. We've got the arrival of a new football director dude. Well, what is he? I'm not quite sure what his role is going to be, but he certainly was director of football at Barcelona. Yeah, Raúl Sanley. Yeah, we, yeah? Okay. Raúl. Raúl. Yeah, Raúl. Um, we're going to talk about the fact that Arsene Wenger contradicted himself in one press conference by saying that he said Ursula and Sanchez weren't going to leave in January, but then he said they might do if something extraordinary happened. He said if, if something extraordinary happens. Yeah. Does that mean like not 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 uh, going for three away games right. without losing your head? Or <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That would be extraordinary. And then we're going to talk about a quasi ludicrous Martin Samuel column that's just come out in the Mail where he had a go at current Arsenal players for not going to the '89 film. Um, and we'll do predictions. I don't know. I've done a menu menu um, run through. It's quite. Exciting. Right, just Ollie. People, people know what they're getting in for now. Exactly. Did you watch the game in full at the weekend, our glorious one of victory, last minute penalty at Fat? Yes, I did. And, and what you did you think? I cannot take joy at the sight of um, us boiling the piss for Sean Dyke or oh, 20,000 Burnley fans yeah. howling with despair and rage at the end, then I don't know why you follow football. It was a <laughs> yeah. wonderful thing. It was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was brilliant. Did you think it was a penalty? Uh, yes, it was soft. Ramsey exaggerated it. He'd um, he'd obviously been uh, uh, been watching the Burnley chap. He kept throwing himself down, but he um, no, he was pushed. Um, he probably wasn't going to get the ball, but yeah, it, you'd normally see them giving. I thought Lee Mason probably deserved a bit of credit. Uh, he had a pretty flaky performance overall. Yeah. But it takes a lot of courage to give that penalty. Because we had a penalty claim, didn't we? Apparently, because yeah, that's right, Bellerin. Yeah. Those of us who are watching on a dodgy stream. Yeah. Um, did you see any of it? Or did you actually, you didn't actually go, did you? By any chance? No, no. I couldn't go. Sometimes you do. Uh, yeah, I too often go, but <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't make it to be yeah, the, the, the dangerous north. Um, I couldn't make it to Burnley, sadly. So uh, was left probably doing what you were doing with a sort of stream. Yeah. Although I'm not sure about the legalities of that, and if we should be talking about that. I don't boys. think I mean, anyone's. I don't think from anyone. You've from got a lot more to lose. Us. You've got a lot more to lose uh, than me, boys. It's fine. It's fine. Right. I, felt, I mean, it wasn't the best performance, but we're pretty confident. You know, yeah. we stuck to it. We were pretty well organised. And um, we played a territory game and it paid off because we're, you know, Ramsey yeah. was in the right place at the right time. As, as Josh has said in his menu, he says mm. it's the kind of um, victory that you need yeah. to get into the top four, isn't well, it? Well, our away form have been so bad this season, you know, but I think people don't realise because our home form has obviously been 100%. You know, we have had some, you know, really poor efforts. I think it's, it, I think it's still only seven points from seven on, you know, in away games, something like that at the moment, which, yeah. you know, is, is, you know, sort of lower end of a table. You know, return on points that you'd expect. So, we need to start winning these games. And I was just so pleased. But it is extraordinary to have three in a row where you score winners in injury time against Burnley. You feel yeah. a bit for them. That is bizarre, isn't it, Jim? They must hate the sight. It is odd, but you know, if you if you put your hand on someone in the box, 
Yes. You're, you're a fool to think anything that the ref might give a penalty. So it's hard to have any sympathy with him, to be brutally honest. Right. I think, um, and I think Sean Dyche admitted it later, you know, in his own Did frustration. He? he? sort of said, you know, he can, you know, that's never not going to be given, he said. And oh, right. okay. And well, right. Oh, okay. I, I felt that he was being so... He like, said there was a definite nudge in the back. He did say that. Much. Did he? Yeah. Because yeah. no, I matched the day too. He was unbelievably like angry and pompous about it. Yeah, like, I, I think he was being like, almost sarcastic. If you defend, of course, it's going to be given. The back or puts his hand on someone in the back. You, it, you were just asking for it to be brutally honest. So, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, yes, incredibly frustrating. And um, but I, I don't really think you can you can complain too hard about no. that. No, we've been given worse penalties yeah, against yeah, us, yeah. haven't we, this season? Yeah. Now, go on. I like the idea if we finish, you know, sort of the point, uh, uh, point inside the Champions League places at the end of the season, there'll be a statue of Lee Mason. <laughs> they will. Camping, yeah. Yeah. And of course it was yeah. a joyous um, thing because not only did we score that penalty in the last minute, we also went above Spurs. Yep. Um, and Liverpool and they're supposed to have one of the greatest seasons and there was a brilliant tweet where I retweeted and and then I've already lost it have you got it where the the dude that summed up yeah the whole situation of that basically paraphrasing Johnny Singer oh there you go yeah Arsenal's worst season of all time worst squad ever talentless manager players don't want to be there Spurs are the greatest team in the history of the world going to win the World Cup and their manager shits golden rose petals (laughs) that's that's the best bit the manager shitting golden rose (laughs) uh, petals is my favourite bit yeah it's, it, but he's got a point, isn't he? You know, I, I sent a message to our WhatsApp group, our Arsenal WhatsApp group, saying unwanted manager in decline presiding over a bunch of want to cry crybabies rises above the best Spurs team and the greatest manager ever. And a similar, almost simultaneously to that. And then I couldn't tweet it because it felt like I'd, I'd copied him. Um, but it does feel, I mean, obviously it's early days. We're not going to get carried away, Jim. You're looking at me like, don't get carried away. Don't even <laughs> easy, mention it. Easy, boy. Easy. <laughs> but I feel almost a moral victory already that the hysteria both directions of how allegedly bad we are and I've been you know I've been hysterical myself for various times but and also how amazingly brilliant they are is kind of all playing out I think it's an interesting moment isn't it it's nice to see the defence doing so well there was a great stat going around was it yesterday today around uh, Koscielny Monreal Mustafi all five times they've played together this year clean sheets right yeah so again you know you don't want to draw too much from it but Mustafi since he's come back is looking really assured he's looking confident I mean it my view was it was insane for us to try and get rid of him in the summer anyway. I know not everyone agrees. Um, but he is a leader. I mean, you, you look at the character there. You know, I love the quotes he came out with after the Spurs game. He really bit back at the media. Yes. You know, I was saying that as a hack. You know, yeah, it was yeah. really great to see him have a go at us. Yeah, he was furious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I wondered after, um, after the game, I forget whether it was after, I think it was after Burnley, but um, Koscielny saying we really defended as a team. And I yeah. wondered if there was a little sort of dig there at um, some of the other players of some of the other matches. We know that Koscielny Sanchez is a bit of tension anyway, but you saw it in, in, in the Spurs match where um, Sanchez herring back, chasing oh, God, everyone, yeah. Ozil yeah. sort of hoofing it clear. Yeah. And you thought, yeah, this is a different oh, yeah, mentality. Different, That's the sort of intensity we're going to need if we're going to win more yeah. of these matches. Did, but did you think they did that at Burnley? Or did you think, you know, because of course we, we, we didn't get, annoyingly, Ozil was ill. Wasn't mm. he mysteriously ill? Do you, you sound dubious about that, boy. Well, I'm not. I, you know, I saw people like Legrove, you know, who's you know Pete. Pete, who's fairly cynical about these things. Basically, said he wasn't. It was complete nonsense, and that it's just pick and choosing what games he plays. It plays in. But then someone, I think John Cross said, no, he's definitely ill, as if like John Cross had phoned him out last night to Dan, and <laughs> he almost sounded like had a cold. He got the note. He got the note. I don't know. Do you? Do you? Conjecture that you know that he didn't fancy going to Burnley in the rain. No, I, I, I find that hard to believe. I, I think he puts. I don't. You can ever question the kind of the amount of work he puts in. He work, he runs hard. Yeah. It's, it's just the effectiveness of that sometimes, and, and the sort of the demeanour is is what. But I, I wouldn't have thought it's up to him to. And you know, I think Wenger might be. Um, 
He might be a, a bit soft on his players sometimes, but I, I refuse to believe that he'd let that kind of behaviour go on. So I, I, I suspect yeah. he was ill. Yeah. And in fairness, you know, cold day in the northwest. We went there, we won more headers than they did. You know, we put ourselves yeah. around yeah. enough. Yeah. On the staff here, actually, what is interesting, because I'd love to know what happened in the summer. So many players wanted out. Yeah. And he was one of, what, was it him that wanted out or was it a case of Wenger wanting him out? I'm not, we'll never probably know, but it's well, good, good that he yeah. seems to be refocused. I read there. somewhere... Um, I think I read about him that he wanted out because he hadn't settled or his wife hadn't settled or something like that. Does this ring a bell? I think, I, yeah. He speaks so, English brilliantly, though. Yeah, of course. You know, totally, he yeah. used to play for Everton, you know, so yeah. it seems a strange one. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Yeah, I mean, thank God, thank God he stayed mm, because yeah. we, do, we do look very Well, if you solid, think this summer, you know, Koscielny's not getting any younger, can't play more yeah. than once a week. Absolutely. Pairs retiring in the summer. Yeah, totally. Before we talk about our glorious uh, Cologne trip, shall we have a little break? Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. Now, we went, me and Josh went to Cologne. Did you, did, are you probably busy editing newspaper? I saw some of the match, yeah. Saw some of the match. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, I, that's kind of going out of the way. I had it on in the background and I tried to find as many other things to do as possible. Yeah, I'd, I'm not sure I'd have sat there through <laughs> no, it. No, I'm not sure if I'd have, exactly. Yeah. Jim, did you, did you I watched bother watching? I watched bits of it, but it's a bit of a six o'clock. Six o'clock kick-off, tough one. It's a bit of a witching hour for it me. It is, yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um, I watched some of it and, you know, I'm quite glad I didn't watch too much of it. It was... In many ways, one of the worst games I've ever seen. I can remember so little, and obviously, yes, we Had drank the other day. Bate, but it, oh, not Bate Boris. So what was it? I read Star Belgrade. That was poor as well. That was poor as well, yeah. There's yeah, a theme here, this general tournament. Yeah, the tw- However, I must yeah. say, this is going to sound ridiculous. Go on. I sort of didn't mind we lost 1-0 oh, rather than the nil-nil. Just because it meant we got to see like the stadium absolutely... I mean, they were delighted. Yeah. In a way that we won the group anyway. It didn't really make a huge difference yeah. to us. And I thought we probably the way we pushed towards the last 20 minutes deserved the point possibly. Sort of, you know, we didn't really concede many chances and we came close towards the end. But they, they were... Delighted, it was the first win of the season. Yeah, watching them scoring was brilliant because yeah. did you see they had this incredibly elaborate song they sing, which goes on for about five minutes. So and they, they were play, all involved. Yeah, they play it out over the loudspeaker and then the whole crowd joins in, like one end to the other end. It's an incredibly elaborate thing. Like, no wonder, uh, scoring must be exhausting for them because they have to well, do they this don't whole do a lot five of it, minute so it's okay. They don't do it very often. We need that in the upper tier at the Emirates, don't we? Yeah, of God, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need something in the upper tier. But the atmosphere was brilliant. Wasn't it? I know it's a bit of a cliche that, but obviously we saw when they came over here, they <laughs> transformed London into, into like a cologne fest. But there, the, the, the singing, each end between each end was incredible. Arsenal fans were great. I mean, not the, the non anti Semitic ones, that is, the ones that shouted yeah. anti Semitic chance we can do without them and by the way if you if you report someone for chanting anti-Semitic thing that's a good thing and you're not should not be called a grass for just saying that yeah there was a bit of a some bit people of disagreement on that on Twitter yeah. wasn't there uh, I can't believe that but the atmosphere was brilliant wasn't it Josh and um, just there was something it's a great stadium it's a very kind of like simple but this is sort stadium. of what's fun yeah. You know, because there is an argument to say it's great life being in the Champions League and there's obviously financial benefits that come with it, but we're, we're not going to win the Champions League at the very moment. So, you know, a well, year off, not in it, a bit no. of a gap here, it feels like, to, to sort of go and see some new places and, you know, make some new friends and some days out in cities you haven't been to. I, I did my post on Instagram after, which was, well, it made a change from losing in Bayern Munich yeah. and Barcelona, and that's sort of how it felt. I think it would have been nice if he'd have played Eddie Nketiah, yeah. for example. Yeah, yeah. From you want start. to see that in the last game, yeah. don't you? If he, I mean, he's yeah. got to play. Well, he will, in, this, in Borisov. Well, you say that. The Borisov at home. 
Well, I mean, you say that, but he never makes those obvious decisions. That you, you wouldn't think. trust him does, does to, he have no, to play no. him, though. Is, are we not I just getting a bit excited about one, about one 15-minute uh, well, cameo? Right, OK, so you're telling me, Jim, you'd rather see Olivier Giroud standing there like a fucking plank, upright plank. You're so Doing disrespectful. He was terrible. He was terrible. None I, of them were no, great. I watched him. I, I, in my, my laser focus on him really? was such. Yeah, because I'm obsessed by how terrible he is. He's so bad. You can't watch Theo at the moment, I he guess. He doesn't even... Oh, Theo's mystery is even more mysterious yeah, than Ozil's yeah. yeah, but I was so uh, I could not believe how terrible Giroud was. Anyway, watching him being terrible, and then you know, I just rather him forget him. But I think he, um, I think there's some there is some deal between him and Vinga where he has to book him for every other, every European game or games he's not playing, <laughs> or at least bring him on for a ridiculous amount of time as a substitute. And I think it's outrageous. I'd much rather see Eddie than that. Lump. No, it's a fair point, but, but I think also you know for 90 minutes in a game which is a much higher level than he's played so far, it might show him up a bit. But um, at the same time, you're right. I mean, let's be honest, we're through already. It's all a bit of a uh, a procession at the moment. So, so, um, sort of unique opportunity to throw in our. I made a list of some of the guys I'd like to see. So, I've left left three picks for Arsenal. (laughs) Well done. Yeah, yeah. I thought Macy and Goal holding. Bielik, is he fit at the minute or not? Yeah, that's supposed to be right. Uh, Willock, Maitland Niles, obviously. And up front, maybe uh, uh, Reese Nelson. Nketiah and Iwobi maybe poor old yeah. Chambers not getting a look in in your 11 uh, no problem just back from injury just back from injury <laughs> or Theo no Theo Are we as I say he wanted to leave Arsenal something to do you know oh well, yeah, yeah yeah fair enough yeah um, what is happening with Theo it's mysterious it's really weird isn't it like there's no because he's there's not there's no way we're getting the truth on that one no. something's happened no I'm disappointed that he is not for Sports Personality of the Year award like obviously he should be Nor's yeah. Defoe, that got a bit of coverage, didn't it? Oh, yeah, that would have been press. nice if he'd have been up for him. Bloody Harry Kane is. I mean, you know, just, I mean, I, you don't feel that. like Theo's ever going to get closer to the first team than he is now. Well, and also, it's a World I Cup know, year, well, and you thought, yeah, you know, he'd be angling, you'd thought he'd be angling for something yeah. on a World Cup year. So it's something a bit odd going on there. It's very, very odd. Isn't the it? irony being, I suppose, it's, it's his comments at Crystal Palace earlier this year that led to the sort of falling out with Wenger last season. Do you remember that? He oh, said yeah, he, cap- yeah. he was captain for the night, wasn't right, he? Right, yeah. And he said afterwards, um, Palace wanted it more. You could see yes, that from the outset. Yes. And for your own captain to say that about his teammates, it's sort of fair. It was damn. clearly true, though. Yeah, it? absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He was just saying what any of us of could course. see. Yeah. But Wenger we... came out and said it was unacceptable afterwards, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but that, yeah, but I, I definitely was on Theo's side for that one. But do we think Wilshire, because Jack's playing in these European, he played in there. He wasn't great, was he? I mean, like, I don't know. It's fine. It was fine. It was fine. But he's not like, Good I don't shot feel. At the end. Yeah, I don't feel he's like grabbing this opportunity. It's, it's not. I don't feel like. Oh yeah, Wenger's got to play him. So people are saying if Özil's still out tomorrow night, it was against Huddersfield at home, that Wilshire should come in instead of. It it be, I'm not that. Not, I think there's an argument that maybe, given you, you know, we've got two Premier League games back to back for the first time in a while. To there's a chance Wilshire gets given the nod tomorrow night. I, I would think for his first Premier League start of the season. Do you? Well, again, you're assuming that that Wenger's going to think the obvious, but I don't know. I, I'm not well, he's going to make some. I feel like we, you know, only mentioned about you know some of the Koscielny possibly not playing two games in a week. It feels like maybe Holding will get given you know an opportunity yeah. to come into the team. It does feel like there might be a couple of changes tomorrow night. Maybe even your you know your mate Giroud might get a nod oh, up front. Please no, <laughs> no. You could have Giroud, Wilshere. You could just have it's a tough game. Huddersfield are good. We should we not? not we should we take this not, not good away Aren't they? No Pretty, Have they lost the last They have away won, Something like that Since the first game of the oh, First okay. game of the season oh, well, last the away. well I still feel I'm not, I'm not saying it's like a role You know obviously It's like no easy games And whatever But it kind of feels like If something's going to give By having You know Man United on Saturday Which is You know In theory our Second toughest home game In the season We're going to face Then maybe he will keep A few, few things back 
So they haven't lost five away. They failed to score in their last six away. Oh, okay. Because we've won 11 on the trot, is it? At home, think, which is our best record at the Rose. Emirates. Best record at the Emirates. Yeah. But isn't that weird, don't you think? Because uh, it it's a great like stat. It. it doesn't feel like it. No, it's, no. Because it a lot yeah. of those games, we, we've, we've done well. Yeah. There's no doubt we've done well. But it, it feels quite laboured. It has felt quite laboured at times. It's, it's been a bit of a strange, unwinning, un, unbeaten run. But that's that's sort of what we're saying. I don't know about Spurs feeling like the you know narrative is so positive and you know a few standard results, and yet we've quietly got along with you know doing what we usually do, which is sort of win win the games we're sort of expected to win, and then messing up away from home when we're perhaps not expected to win. But touch wood. If we, I mean, if we get two more home wins, you know, and you know, in the next six days, we're in a very solid position for top four. We'll go like odds on to be a top four at the end of the season. One point behind Man U, wouldn't it? If we beat Man U, yeah, maybe we'll be odds on. I don't know, really. Yeah, we, we, like I mean, it's very open. Dan, be... Dan and I had a bet, didn't we, on Thursday night oh, yeah, after so he had been very generous buying the drinks at the Cologne game? Yeah, you, you and Dan were talking about. Was it top four? Who's top four and five hundred pounds. You bet. He originally offered five hundred pounds, which probably suggests his current income compared to mine. Yeah, and I he's saw a TV very. Big I very politely he's married suggested, to Holly Willoughby. <laughs> I very politely suggested we could do a hundred pounds, which he accepted. And Alan Algert tweeted me that I had done a terrible thing by accepting this bet because it was effectively evens, whereas he should, should have been getting six to four. But then after the way the results went to the weekend, it pretty much is an even bet now that we're going to come in the top four. Um, and I, I think, you know, we'll continue this home run hopefully tomorrow. I don't think we'll get beaten by, by United. I think we'll be in great shape going into sort of, you know, mid-December for a top four position. I know you don't like to be too positive, Boyd, but... It's not that I don't like to be too positive, Josh. It's that I am a realist who knows the obvious limitations of our current manager. Um, Slash... Oh, let's not do this. Well, I'm just replying to what you just said. Not from, but anyway, Cologne, you had a good time. Yes, we had Will a great time. Will you go again, or will that be we the did... one for this year? Um, no, we might go again. Yeah, if, if it depends if we get someone... If we've got, like, you know, a really exciting... If we've got, we, you know, we want to go to somewhere... Lush for the later round. Lush, lush. What sort of lush? Like a Spanish, you know, Portuguese destination. You know, Bilbao would be nice. Right. I consider that to be lush. Sure. Yeah. We'll see, um, see what we can do. Yeah. If you can sort that out, we had a good time. Yeah, we did nearly set fire to that bar, didn't we? We went to. Um, uh, oh, there was a funny moment in the we American a, sports bar. We went to. We sampled the local culture by going to an American sports bar. <laughs> in um, Cologne it was a massive huge, biggest screen I've ever seen massive screen Jeez. showing American football live jumbo. It was quite exciting on the big jumbo screen and you know like Dermot is a big fan of American football and you know this. so we were sat there watching it and they brought in we were having shots in between beer etc and these shots arrived where they set fire to them flaming them you know flaming shots and for some reason everyone just let them burn like they started the glass started melting <laughs> basically the fire, table was set fire to they were basically a conflagration Jim, yeah, and um, nearly. Dabblewind trousers nearly were fire. Dabblewind trousers nearly set fire, and the barman, and then people started trying to put the fires out on the shot glasses with like paper, you know, coasters. It was preposterous. And the barman kind of calmly came over and said, Yeah, you're not supposed to let them burn down like that, you're supposed to blow them out. The, yeah. But so, but we didn't, we survived. There was, on, the, uh, there was also a good moment, there weren't many other Arsenal fans in the bar. No. There were like half a dozen young guys who was staring at Dermot, deciding whether it was or not. And then eventually yes. one of them came over and awkwardly asked. And then he was lovely about it. Of course. As, as he always is. As he always is, yeah. Always. More importantly, we, that's, our, that's our indulgent Cologne trip. Obviously, you're about, I can see jealous, both jealous of how much fun <laughs> we had in Cologne. Um, we should talk about the arrival of this new, this new yeah. dude. Raul. Raul Sanlehi. What do we know about Ollie? You look like you've done your research. He's extremely short. 
I spent sure. ages looking at Google Images earlier on, and he's shorter than every single other person he's pictured next to him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really short, even, like when, even when they're both sitting down. <laughs> uh, no, he's... Um, I think it's a big deal, isn't it? You know, if you look at this arrival alongside, is it Mislintat? Yeah. You've got two pretty young guys, 48, 45, you know, so this is sort of next generation behind the scenes. Um, they're going to open up a whole load of markets that we're currently not that strong in. German, Eastern Europe, South American, yeah. Spanish, you know. Because that guy arrived last week, didn't he? And we That's were talking right, yeah. last week about like, some people, again, the Grove was talking about um, how this is a power grab from... Gazidis or a kind of like challenging Wenger's thing. Do, do we buy that? Is, is, is Wenger not? Well, that would be the tabloid headline, wouldn't it? <laughs> but I don't know. I think actually he did promise way back when and, and got roundly sort of derided oh, for yeah. it. He did promise some sort of, um, you know, uh, catalyst for change. Catalyst, catalyst for change. For change yeah. And, and, and you, you know, you have to say, even the most sort of miserable would have to say that something yeah. good seems to be happening here and some fresh ideas seem to be coming in. You know, whether it works, we don't, we don't know yet, but it's, it's really promising that, that th- things are changing. It's yeah. a power shift, isn't it? It's not a power grab, perhaps. You know, mm. Wenger got his extra years on his contract and he's not director of football is he this bloke coming in is, is no, no he's head of that. football relations or mm. something like that so what he's going to be the, he's not going to identify the players he's not going to decide yeah. on them but he'll be the guy who's sent out to get them do we Just, have an existing head of football relations no, no it's right. not it's something he's sort of replacing dick law right it's not so different to the role that the david job ad, <laughs> did you see the job ad no no, no would have I, I would have been there joint application yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah it's not so different to david dean you know wenger would say i want them right David Dean would make it his job to go right, and get right, right. I think it's very exciting, Boyd. I, I mean, I, I, no, this is news, like yeah. the, the new wave, and it, it's probably good they're there whilst Arsenal's still the manager because they're going to have to work with the foundations he's laid, even if there are going to be changes. So, you know, to get them in, you know, and we seem to be picking, you know, plucking from, you know, some of the very best. You can start to see a dignified way out for Wenger at some point in the future as well. Yeah. If you have this structure around him. You know the next, the sort of next yeah, piece in the true. jigsaw point, is a manager yeah. who's shares the philosophy and. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, although you could just see it as, as a new staff, new injection of yep. talent in the staff, which you know. But given how turn- other, turnover his staff yeah. has been pretty slow uh, over the years, he's very loyal to his, his um, to his backroom staff. So I think you know, I think it's a promising sign. With the exception of the change of ownership, it's probably the biggest single change behind the club in what twenty one, twenty two years. Wenger has been yeah. in charge. Yeah, you're right, uh, actually, it's yeah. a busy summer ahead, though. You think what, half a dozen replacements needed? Something yeah. like that. The Cazorla sort of creative role in midfield. Need another centre-back. Yeah. You know, Czech's not getting any younger. Ozil, Sanchez. Oh, yeah. completely, yeah. And so Wenger today, we talk about this in the, in the press conference, said that, said that Ozil and Sanchez definitely won't be sold. Rules out. The headline in The Guardian, I thought it was really funny, is Arsene Wenger rules out selling Alexis Sanchez and Mirza Ozil in the uh, in the next transfer window, and then in the in the in the cell beneath it, it says unless something extraordinary happens, in which case he will sell them. As we said at the beginning, it was like fantastic, it was brilliant. It was classic Wenger, um, and classic bit of reporting of him. But I mean, he's just saying what you'd expect to say. When he's not going to say, "We oh, yeah, are no. going to sell them." But also, <laughs> you know, if he was going to sell them, they'd have gone in the summer. And I know, you know Sanchez nearly went, didn't he? But it didn't quite happen. Uh, I think he'd be an absolute fool to do it now. And let, look, and let. Unless, like you said, something extraordinary happens, which I suppose would mean 60 million quid for Sanchez or something, but it's not going to happen. I think there's something unbelievable he refers to is, you know, someone coughing up, maybe not even that much. But if they could get Lamar or someone to swap clubs mid-season, then you can see them presenting it to the fans and getting away with it. But yeah, you take it with a pinch of salt. I mean, we said it in the summer and then we're willing to sell Sanchez to City. I think keep them, you know, even as a financial decision. What would you get if you sold them both perhaps 35, 40 million? Mm being in the Champions League is worth more than that and this year yeah. more than it, more than any other year top four is really our target <laughs> and, and so you know, with them we have a better chance of it 
Well, until um, the weekend, Spurs were considered contenders for the title, and then and, and now we're above them. So, what does that mean? What does that mean, Josh? Does that mean you're you, Mister Positive, thinks we're contenders for the title, or are you not that? No, I'm afraid the contenders for the title is a rather small group of one, uh, and the rest of us are fighting for second. But second has got to be on. I, yeah, I believe that. And Peter Check hopes Arsenal have turned the corner can fight for the title. That's another headline looking at right now. I mean, he's a lovely, lovely guy, but you know, you've got to. Well, That's think, bad. Yeah. You're right. Let's not get carried away. Yeah. So I understand the players have got to be very positive. I mean, it was interesting what, um, what I said before about sort of players making sort of references to the media. I think better in. I mean, obviously we talk about players tweeting and is it them? Is it their agents or people doing social media? See within within the media within the agencies they're at. But he tweeted out, you know, that shows we've got cojones or something because oh, yeah. that was obviously yes, he did. You know, a, a finger pointed at them in previous weeks. Troy Deeney wasn't it? Troy Deeney, yeah, uh, the yeah, Watford game. So. Although I'm not sure, does it lucky penalty? I don't know if it does definitely show Cajonis, but, but, but you know, he's obviously been waiting with that tweet ready. But it's the same old thing with Arsenal. Is when we're good, we're really good. And everyone's saying, well, we want, yeah, if we play like that, we'll be, we'll be fantastic. And it's just doing it consistently, which has been the thing that makes us tear our hair out for years and years and years. And so, what, you know, that we're always capable of the, of, of the banana skin, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Oh, completely. But yeah. I think that the bottom line is actually defensively there is a you know a, a sense of trust and reliability and confidence that we haven't seen in a while, and that is probably what is I think going to be the foundation for the rest of the season. You know, there haven't been loads of blistering performances. Yeah, but a good. You know, but we're going to get by. I think we're going to win enough games, and you know, back in the Champions League, and hopefully get somewhere lush for you would to you, visit would next you year. Would you two take that bet, the hundred pound bet that we finished in the top four? I'm not as gloomy as I was at the beginning of the season. Where um, do you remember we were being predicted we'd finish seventh behind Everton? I'm fairly confident <laughs> that's not going to happen now. Yeah, we uh, were, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was even I, even though I am down on you know I, I'm a realist about Wenger, and I still think we can finish in the top four easily. Yeah, yeah. we'd be doing it. You know, that's the one thing we've shown an expertise at for the last twenty years. I think if we keep the defenders fit, I think if uh, Sanchez and Özil stay in January, then yeah, we've got a shot. Well, the, the strangest thing of all is when you look at uh, you're so used to there's a website called Physio Room Boyd, which is like very popular with uh, fantasy league football. Like oh, yeah. managers and you always go on and you see who's injured from your team and you compare it to all the other sort of clubs in the division about who's injured and, and that was one table that Arsenal used to lead with regularity for years and years and years yeah. now we it's basically Cazorla yeah. and obviously we don't quite know what's going on with Theo but yeah. it's basically just Cazorla and that, that is, is incredible. incredibly fortunate yeah, it is, isn't it? and in fact um, someone pointed out to me go on I was only going to say yeah, yeah, we talked about these changes at the club but yeah. there was a change there in the medical department and yeah. Who knows? Maybe there's a bit of good fortune, but maybe there's you know something a bit yeah. more to it. But they did know something. I think, in fact, um, Amy said it, didn't she? Amy, Amy Lawrence said a couple of weeks ago that they did change the fitness people or person yeah. a couple of years ago. And it is incredible. We are fully fit. Have mm. to have a fully fit squad apart from the man with the. And that was the case all of last season as well. Yeah, it was. Just, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. That's true. Actually, yeah. So, that, so I mean, there's no, also there's no excuses though, are there? For you know. Yeah, but you feel now is like, pff, I don't know, real options in terms of, you know, yeah. I, again, I think tomorrow night there will be some changes, whether that is Giroud, yeah. Wilbeck or Wilshire or bringing in Holding, you know. I don't think we, my only thing about tomorrow night is, that, you know, it's not like we play, this team plays twice a week every week. This is the first time I've had to play twice a week for ages because the other teams can be different in the Europa League. Correct. So yeah, for me, like, they could, he could keep them unchanged. Surely they can cope with two games in. There's in something to be said for it, given that, given that you need a head of steam as yeah, head of United. Yeah, head of steam theory, right. Exactly. Changing the team around too yeah. much ahead of United. Totally. Don't know about yeah. that. I, I'd, I'd be much rather he's got to keep stick with it. I suspect that he'll put someone like Jack in just out of necessity. That's fine. That's you know, fine. rather than because Jack deserves it. You know, it's a kind of morale thing for the B team at the minute, isn't right. it? Where 
you see all these guys like Giroud is not a bad example you know being told yeah you're playing the Europa but they're not getting any closer to the first yeah, team they're miserable, aren't they? yeah, yeah so having someone even if it's Jack being put in there yeah, might not be that. a bad message I don't mind Jack playing mm. but no I don't want I don't want to be anywhere near anywhere I'm not sure Jack has the legs for central midfield at the minute though. I think that's probably what maybe but he's playing him in that advanced role isn't so that's it yeah, yeah so yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. more likely to get a game there yeah no maybe um, what did you as, as, a, as a top journalist because we talked about a little bit last week the the um, that tweet storm thing that happened with the T Adam Crafton. Adam Crafton. Did we, we kind of? Did you think that was totally overblown? Did you think it was valid to t- for Arsenal to officially tweet him with that nice Özil T thing? And secondly, have you seen this Martin Samuel column where he says the Arsenal players should have showed up to the eighty nine um, uh, Premier, which seems a a bit belated. He's just written it today in his column. It's happened two weeks ago, and B, it seems a rather pointless thing to say. The first thing on the tweeting, uh, any of that sort of abuse is obviously just out of order. It's not unique to Arsenal fans. I don't think the club should be taking responsibility for the behaviour of idiots on social media. I don't think they particularly invited it. I thought it was a pretty benign response that the club sent out. Uh, The journalist's original tweet was original article was quite provocative. So, you know, he certainly invited a bit of banter, not the abuse. Uh, But no, I don't think Arsenal... I I I think Arsenal probably won't do the same thing again, but I don't think they have any need to sort of hang their heads in shame about it yeah. on the Martin Samuel one uh, I think he's got a point that uh, the current players can be disconnected from the history of their clubs and it wouldn't have taken much for Arsenal as a club to be seen a bit more ostentatiously to support it mm. and though it is a player like Jack Wilshire doing it probably does speak volumes about him yeah. um, that said it was a bit out of date you know, it felt like a column that he sort of could have written yeah. a week before when right. it wouldn't have been realized, that interesting he's just at the time. Yeah. That only Jack went to the Premier. I mean, I said this two weeks yeah. ago when we when I went to the Premier. It was a fortnight ago, wasn't it? A fortnight yeah. ago, Jack was in, but I didn't. It doesn't bother me that the other players weren't there. I mean, yeah. if Feng is not going to go, then you think, well, that kind of sets the tone, doesn't it? And I don't blame him for not going. Cause it's it's not his thing. It's not his achievement. You know, well, it's, it's not a club sanctioned thing, is it? And, and the other well, thing, I suppose, except they are—they're selling the um, DVDs and Blu-rays in the club shops. I know that, so it's kind of semi-sanctioned. And I think you know, in they're advertising there. I think from in an voice? ideal yeah. world, as fans, we always think it, we, you know, we always sort of dream of the players when they sign for a, the club, sort of genning up on right. the team and buying the official yeah. history and saying this is the club I play for. Well, we, we, you know, I think we have to be honest enough that they probably don't do that, and that that kind of side of it. Um, it's unlikely that a lot of these guys weren't even born then. So yeah. I think, I, think I, I wouldn't have expected it to happen. No, no. I would have been surprised. I, mm. I mean, I went fully expecting to see the players from that, from that squad from 1989. I didn't particularly expect to see many current players. I was kind of surprised to see Jack, actually. Pleasantly surprised and hang out, hang out kind of hoping to um, say hello to him and it didn't happen. You got a photo of Mickey Thomas there. I've got a photo of Mickey Thomas there. That's the main thing. And the trophy. And the trophy, obviously, yeah. yeah. You and me in the trophy. Are you going tomorrow night, boys? I am going tomorrow night. The Huddersfield, yeah. Yeah. It's quite exciting because it's not on TV. This is rare two games in a row that haven't been on television. That's true. Very rare, uh, quite exciting situation. Is that where you're going? No, I'll go anyway. I don't give a shit whether it's on TV or not. No, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's an exciting... Veggie movie. burgers to eat, you got to go. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but so what do we think is going to happen tomorrow night? Should we move on to the all-important yeah, prediction um, section? So we're going for 12 in a row at home in the Premier yeah. League. Mm. Extraordinary. We've already, the record so you've we already have. both explained that Huddersfield aren't great away. 2-0. 2-0 to us. Mm. Um, I'm going to go 3-1. I we might concede, despite what we said about our defensive prowess. I think 3-1. Okay. Boydo, what do you think? Um, I might go... Uh, I think I'd go 2-1 to us, yeah. I think we'll win. I, I think Huddersfield have taken a few poundings at home and away. I'm not saying it's going to be one of those. It would be really nice if, for once, we had a home 
pounding. Yeah, pounding. Yeah. Because we haven't done, um, not, not all season, have we? I don't think. We're away at Everton, we scored five. I don't think we've, right, in the yeah. league, scored uh, an enormous amount of goals. Doesn't feel like it. And um, it would be nice. But I, I'd settle for any kind of win, to be honest. Cut 2 0. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the big one. Arsenal versus Manchester United, which I'm finding very difficult to predict, actually. I can't work out in my head. That one be on TV, though, boys, if you do want to stay at home for that no, one. No, I'm going to that one as well. Just okay. don't, be, don't, be, uh, don't be sarcastic. Um, I'll be recording it as well. I'm watching it in full afterwards if we win. On like a, I did the Spurs HD. one, like I did on the Ultra HD. Yeah. Uh, Ollie, we know gonna, that what we, the F is going to happen. We know that Mourinho's disgraceful approach to yes. high-profile matches. We'll just see them park all of the team buses. Uh, that said, there's always, it's a, one of those rogue matches, isn't it? Because of the hatred between him and Wenger. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go 1-1. One, one. I'm not massively confident about this, which probably won't surprise you. I, I think there's that. He will go all out to not lose, I, I think. Um, and I'm not sure we're that brilliant when we're faced with that kind of approach. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a draw, but I, I'm, not, I'm not massively confident. You haven't, you haven't, and you haven't issued do, the do full need... official score prediction. You know the rules. Come on. All right. Well, I'll make it a little bit more exciting by saying two all. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah, I like a two all. I'm going nil nil. I'm going with the ultra boring. Full Mourinho. Infuriating. It's more likely to do that, to be honest. Angry with Mourinho. Nil nil. And Wenger's going to slag him off and blame him. And it's all going to get really ugly. Josh. One one. I think um, which which will be okay. I think when we avoid defeat and. I think the way we've been at home, it might sadly be the end of this glorious home run, assuming we can get over the line tomorrow. Oh, victories, yeah. if yeah. that can, you know, take four points from this week, I think it will still leave us in a sort of position going forward. So, yeah. you know, I'll take it, Joel. I think this, Josh, this is our last um, podcast together of the year because I'm not here next week because I'm hosting an event, um, a, a swanky event at BAFTA this time next Tuesday, as is my way. And then you're on your Is it a lush, lush venue? BAFTA. Literally oh, at BAFTA. At BAFTA. At BAFTA, yeah. Um, and you're, aren't you going away after that? You're bloody I'm away halfway around the world. I'm bloody Australian. I am, I am going to be in Australia, so I won't be podcasting. Uh, but Alan Alga furious. has agreed to, uh, to be here. furious. Alan's agreed okay. to be here for all three, which I'm going to be missing. So That's good. It's good to, um, I mean, we'll have the voice of reason, at least, rather than your delusion. Well, I think it's a, it's a little bit tough. But yeah, so BAFTA next week. Yeah, yeah. What are you, I'm what doing is, an event. I'm hosting an event with Andrew Lincoln, no less, for, a legend, formerly of, of teachers back in the day. Teachers, Walking exactly. Dead. Teachers, currently the Walking Dead. This uh, life, him and James Corden, teachers back yeah. in the day. Yeah, absolutely. 10, 15, 15 years ago, probably. Correct. Yeah, total right. legend. Yeah. So I was asked to do that, and I thought, well, it's either that host this podcast with you, but then you'll be fine. You'll do it. You'll be. You'll be. You'll be great. Okay, know. thanks very much. And then when you're away, when are you back from your... You're going to see, like, cricket. You're, you're, well, you're there's a, abandoning there's Arsenal for cricket, is that right? There's, there's a wedding of a very close friend in, in Sydney. If we're really getting into my <laughs> holiday, I can give you the itinerary. Yeah. You know, if anyone has yep. any, you know, recommendations for Tasmania or Port Douglas or Byron Bay and Sydney and Melbourne. We actually have listeners. Do you remember we, when we did a live podcast, we had a whole group come from oh, who yeah. were visiting from yeah. Australia. Yeah. You should look them up. So anyway, yeah, and if anyone, yes. you know, we should yeah. get in touch. And anyway. it's also, let me say, also in this self-indulgent ending to this podcast, it's also the last one before my uh, bloody birthday as well. My, my, uh, the big one. Yeah, the big one. You're, you're not yeah. giving people numbers Happy there, and it doesn't feel thanks. like... Thanks, yeah. 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 You I don't, mean, you're going to leave it ambiguous as to uh, yeah, what that I big number... I'm not going to say old I am. I'm so old. Um, it's ridiculous. Ollie's achieved... Ollie's the editor of the Youngest ever. How old, John, how old are you now? 34. Oh, my God. He's so much younger than me, and he's, look what he's achieved. <laughs> I'm still at eight. I mean, I'm proud of it. It's fine. But, you know, it's, 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 quite, it's quite 
quite contrast, isn't it? Josh? Yeah, there's still opportunities when to become age, David Seaman, though, in the next couple of years. Because <laughs> you know, when you're my age, you, Josh, will be like running things, won't you? You're going to be like, running. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, you'll have your own agency. Oh, I bet okay. I can see it all now. All right, yeah. thanks very much. You're also still what? at the age where your football dream could still happen, just. I've been it's, that dream has been fading year by year. It's like I can't even run up the stairs anymore. No, Do you get time same. to go to Arsenal much? Like, uh, not you, as much as I used to. No, maybe job. about three years ago, I'd go. I don't know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen times a season, and now seven, eight, something like that. So uh, we were talking about it before. Um, you know, at some point, you accept you're going to get fired. And one of the great highlights, <laughs> one of the great highlights, will be that you suddenly get to go to every Arsenal game. Oh, God, well, that's, that's a, a weird way spin. of looking at yeah. it. Yeah. Um, before we go, tell us, excuse me, what's on the front page of the Iron newspaper tonight? Oh, God knows. I've got to go back to the office and find oh, out. You haven't, do you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. What a job. I'm glad I know. What time does work usually begin in it? What, what, what time does work end then? If you're 10.30. Wow. I'm going to predict. So this is what it takes. Yeah, I'm going to predict there's going to be something about this Brexit um, special papers they haven't revealed. You know, Maybe. They're, they're, we were trying to find an interesting way in, but it's quite yeah, dull. Uh, you know, they're keeping secret all the, the miserable economic uh, fortunes of the country. Yeah. You haven't, and you haven't given us your view on Prince Harry and... Oh, yeah. God, well, I did give my view. I mean, I don't give it a flying shit, yeah. Because the, the, well, the Independent was always the one that avoided... Yeah, yeah. Are you still avoiding royal? No, no, we do a bit oh, now. Okay. We've watered down our, right. watered down our position. No, fair enough. You sort of can't get away with a nib. You know, news in brief where you sort of have 20 words. Yeah. No, I'm more excited about, as I, uh, on my Instagram, I, the collaboration between Supreme and North Face this week than the collaboration between Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. I think you're in a minority on that one. Maybe. Uh, that's about, I think we've talked enough shit in this podcast. Yeah. Uh, other more than usual. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> more than usual, definitely. Thanks very much to our glorious guests. East Lower on Twitter. Yep. Is it just East Lower? It is. Yeah. And Ollie Duff. You're Ollie with a Y on Twitter. On That's right, yeah. see who the hell you are. Yeah. And uh, thank you very much. And you'll be back next week and I'll be back the week after. Thanks, bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. 
Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.